Good morning, my friends. It's going to be another whirlwind morning prayer on this Sunday, the 18th of October. Forgive me for that. Um, I've got like 15 minutes before I need to get out the door to church this morning. And uh, Jack and I overslept a little bit this morning, probably because we stayed up too late watching scary Doctor Who episodes about the weeping angels, which I guess is going to be part of our Halloween thing now. You do it for three years and and then it's a tradition, right? Isn't that the rule? (laughs) But anyway, our readings this morning are Psalms 148, 149, and 150, Ecclesiasticus, or Jesus, the wisdom of Sirach, or the wisdom of Jesus, son of Sirach, (laughs) 4, 1 through 10, 1 Corinthians 10, 1 through 13, and the Gospel of Matthew 16, 13 through 20. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Let us confess our sins to God. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us. Through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. The Holy One is in our midst. Oh, come, let us worship. Praise God. Praise God from the heavens. Praise God in the heights. Praise God, all God's angels. Praise God, all God's host. Praise God, sun and moon. Praise God, all you shining stars. Praise God, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of God, for God commanded and they were created. God established them forever and ever. God fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise God from the earth, you sea monsters in all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling God's command. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying birds, rulers of the earth and all peoples, all sovereigns and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of God, for God's name alone is exalted. God's glory is above earth and heaven. God has raised up a horn for God's people. 
praise for all God's faithful, for the people of Israel who are close to God. Praise God. Praise God. Sing to God a new song. God's praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their sovereign. Let them praise God's name with dancing, making melody to God with tambourine and lyre. For God takes pleasure in God's people. God adorns the humble with victory. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy on their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats and two-edged swords in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their rulers with fetters and their nobles with chains of iron, to execute on them the judgment decreed. This is glory for, for all God's faithful ones. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God in God's sanctuary. Praise God in God's mighty firmament. Praise God for God's mighty deeds. Praise God according to their, unsur- according to their surpassing greatness. Praise God with trumpet sound, with lute and harp. Praise God with tambourine and dance. Praise with strings and pipe. Praise God with clanging cymbals. Praise with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise God. Praise God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A a reading from the Wisdom of Sirach, the Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sirach, otherwise known as Ecclesiasticus, chapter 4, verses 1 through 10. My child, do not cheat the poor of their living, and do not keep needy eyes waiting. Do not grieve the hungry, or anger one in need. Do not add to the troubles of the desperate, or delay giving to the needy. Do not reject a supplicant in distress. Or turn your face away from the poor. Do not avert your eye from the needy, and give no one reason to curse you. For if in bitterness of soul some should curse you, their Creator will hear their prayer. Endear yourself to the congregation. Bow your head low to the great. Give a hearing to the poor, and return their greeting politely. Rescue the oppressed from the oppressor, and do not be hesitant in giving a verdict. Be a parent to orphans and be like a spouse to their parent. You will then be like an heir of the Most High, and God will love you more than does your mother. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle E, a song of Jerusalem, our mother. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice, rejoice with her all you who mourn over her, that you may drink deeply with delight from her comforting breast. For thus says our God, I will extend peace to her like a river, the wealth of nations like an overflowing stream. You shall nurse and be carried on her arm, and you shall nestle in her lap. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 13. 
I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them, and they were struck down in the wilderness. Now these things occurred as examples for us, so that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not become idolaters as some of them did. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and they rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test, as some of them did, and were destroyed by serpents. And do not complain, as some of them did, and were destroyed by the destroyer. These things happened to them to serve as an example. And they were written down to instruct us, on whom the ends of the ages have come. So if you think that you are standing, watch out that you do not fall. No testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. God is faithful, and God will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, God will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, Philippi, pardon me. Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say that the incarnate is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the begotten of the living God. And Jesus answered, him. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Creator in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the dominion of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then Jesus sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. A few thoughts on our readings. We read today um, the third, fourth, and fifth of the hymns that make up the doxology that concludes the psalms. So the the final five psalms are hymns and a doxology within themselves. And so this is three through five, including the the final psalm. Um, There's a very beautiful rhythm to these. And as we've been talking about rhythm uh, and the rhythm of the soul, I thought it was particularly apropos to focus in there. It's one of those moments where I really (laughs) wish that I could sing. Maybe God will will gift me through practice with with the ability to at least sing like somewhat on key and, and I'll start doing that here for you guys. But 
I would recommend that you read them slowly to yourself. Um, one of my poetry teachers in college always used to say to read your poems out loud in the bathtub because the bathroom has the best acoustics. So maybe we take the book of Psalms with us to our baths tonight and read them out loud to ourselves. Our reading, our reading from Ecclesiasticus can today, I think, really be summed up in, in being love, being love to all of those, um, both the enfranchised and also the disenfranchised, or I should say both the poor and also um, the affluent. And, and I think it's harder for me to be kind to the affluent I judge them more harshly than I do the poor. I don't know if that's like a little backwards or we could probably peel that back forever, but I think it's just a reminder that to put it simply and perhaps tritely, we don't know what poorness of spirit exists behind whatever material facade people have. And God has called us to be love to all. In our epistle reading, we're reminded that 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 spiritual source is the same for all of us. We do not drink from different wells. And I think these bits about not indulging or testing are important, um, not because Christ could not meet or pass the test, obviously Christ could, but because it's such a distraction, testing Christ, Christ indulging in crutches or coping mechanisms that are anything other than holy is a distraction. It's wasted time, effort, and energy and should rightly be redirected toward God. Lastly, our gospel reading. Um, this is similar to a reading that we've had recently from another gospel. The way the story is told here in Matthew, this beautiful and sacred story, is interesting in that the particular phrase in verse 16d, the way it's written in my NRSV translation is the son of the living God. Um, of course, I read it, the begotten, because as you know, I think it's far less important whether or not Jesus had male genitalia, but more that Jesus is God incarnate, is the very holy offspring of God, God's self. But this bit about being the begotten of the living God, I think is important. I think it's important to remember that God is, as it says in Hebrews, alive and active. Right here, right now. So is scripture, God and all God's manifestations, word, creation, beauty, you know, all the ways in which we encounter God. God is here and present 
in the present tense. God is, is not a God of the past or a God of the future. God is a God of all time and all times at once. And I think that's so important for us right now at a time when we feel suspended in time and so distant to remember that God is living and here right now. Amen. Actually, one last thing from the gospel. Um, Peter is referred to as the son of Jonah, and that can be interpreted two ways. It, it can either be interpreted that it's another way of saying that he is the son of John, and I think historically Peter's father's name was indeed John. Um, could be wrong, but I think that's the case. Or it could also be interpreted as saying Peter is a prophet, um, as Jonah was a prophet. I think that we need to pay some attention to the prophets of our times and the prophets of previous times. We tend to look at our prophets as though they were only speaking to the generation in which they were born. And I don't think that's the case. I think they speak forward. And I think that um, the ancients understood that better than we do, that there were prophecies made and prophetic speakings centuries and millennia before that were a message for their present time. And I, I think that that's the case. So when we look at prophets, like, for example, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., or um, name any, you know, that have already um, passed from this mortal plane. Those were words that they, they were speaking into not only the physical ears that were hearing them at that time, but also into our ears now. And so those rallying cries should also be our rallying cries. The work is not complete. The call is not over. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use the prayers of the people found on page 135 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. In the peace of God, let us pray, responding, O God, have mercy. In the assurance of your mercy, in thanksgiving for the lives of your children, and in confident expectation of the resurrection to eternal life, we pray, O oh God, have mercy.
Remember, parents, God, help them to hold each other in their hearts, that the sorrows of these times may draw them together and not tear them apart, we pray. Remember siblings, O God, that they may be enfolded in love, comforted in fear, honored in their grief, and kept safe, we pray. Remember all the family and friends of those who are hurting, lost, or separated, God. That they may know the consolation of your love and may hold their beloveds in their love all the days of their lives, we pray. O oh God, have mercy. Support us in our grief and be present to all who mourn, we pray. O oh God, have mercy. Teach us to be patient and gentle with ourselves and each other as we grieve, we pray. O oh God, have mercy. Finally, God, help us become co-creators of a world in which children are happy, healthy, loved, and do not know want or hunger, we pray. O oh God, have mercy. Compassionate God, your ways are beyond our understanding, and your love for those whom you create is greater by far than ours. Comfort all who grieve for any loss. Give us the faith to endure the wilderness of bereavement and bring us in the fullness of time to share with those who have already ascended the light and joy of your eternal presence. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Sundays O God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your begotten, our Savior. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you, that the week to come may be spent in your favor. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The Collect for Proper 24 Almighty and everlasting God, in Christ you have revealed your glory among the nations. Preserve the works of your mercy, that your church throughout the world may persevere with steadfast faith in the confession of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We will use the prayer attributed to St. Francis as our prayer for mission today. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. 
To be understood is to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Dear God, I pray that we may know you and see you for who you are, not only as you have been manifest and as you will be, but as you are now. May we have a glimpse of your eternal existence, that we may understand your transcendence of all time. Draw near to us, dear God, as we grieve those hurt and wounded and lost and the loss of so much of our humanity. The loss that we are experiencing now in the pandemic, the loss of touch and closeness. Show us other ways, God. Provide other connections for us. And let us be connectors. In the holy name of your incarnate, Jesus Christ, all this we pray. Amen. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, We, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear. Our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother. We go now in peace to follow the good road. And may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.